This week on the Gaming UK podcast, Left 4 Dead 2, the passing is out, Steam gets an overhaul next Monday, some online gaming stats, the first picks of Project Natal, does brain training really boost your IQ, and much, much more. Week's episode of the Gaming UK podcast. Welcome to episode number six of the Gaming UK podcast. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Stefano. And let's get straight into the news. So Stefano has a very exciting piece of news to talk about, and it's Left 4 Dead, The Passing. So what is it, and tell us all about it. Okay. Uh, basically, um, uh, if um, you do know what Left 4 Dead 2 is... Um, basically, it's the zombie apocalypse game, which is set in 2009, and, well, 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 uh, the first one was set in 2009, I, I don't know anymore, and basically, um, uh, there's the original Left 4 Dead, uh, and, and basically, the Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2 survivors, Meet uh, meet um, uh, together in uh, this new um, campaign called the Passing. Now, um, uh, this is um, we don't actually like to uh, to uh, do gaming like like a um, specific specific news, but 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 this is quite big, so we decided to include it. So. What are the main things in this? Well, um, the, the passing has three new maps inside this uh, campaign. There um, uh, will be um, uh, new weekly game modes. Um, also, um, uh, also, also, there will be a uh, new uncommon common zombie class. Which, which, which is basically um, uh, it's it's basically like a normal zombie, but 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 but, uh, but they have something extra extra to add. Like in one one of them, one is fire resistant. Um. Also, a new a new melee we- weapon is called a griff club, a new fi- firearm M sixty. And um, there's there's um ten more new achievements and and um also there are there are new two game modes, which is Chainsaw Massacre and versus Realism, and that's it really for this story to be honest. So um. Do you think this is going to be? I know it's out now, but we haven't really had the chance to play it. So, what what do you think of um of the way that they've that they've released this instead of once again spending their time maybe on a different game which might have been more important, <laughs> such as Half Life Two Episode Half Life Two Episode Three? Yeah, yeah. Um, although Valve Valve um did actually. Say that um, they were gonna announce it, uh, and um, I thought this was actually quite late. And 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 um, uh, to be honest, I love Left 4 Dead one more than um, Left 4 Dead two, but no one really plays Left 4 Dead one anymore, which I'm quite sad. And 
<laughs> hit about. Let's just say that in a calm quite, way. Quite sad and hit. Yeah, hit like uh, 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 sad. Just basically, and um, hey. I know that was completely random. And um, if I do get the chance to play, I'll give my review and. Maybe the next show, probably, I yeah. guess. And also, can I just say one thing? I think this was, like, a few minutes delayed for the PC or something like that. A few minutes is quite a few hours from few what I've heard. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. And to be honest, I think the reason that they did this story a bit um, later into the thing well, what was it because to fix, yeah because it, it 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 was supposed to be last month i think mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah yeah and and basically i think it was just to, to fix bugs because left for dead can be very glitch sometimes mm. yeah so that's the end of that story really. so tell us about our next story uh, Which is relating to what is it again? Steam. Steam. So relatedly, tell us about Steam and it's getting an overhaul. So basically, Steam has decided that it's going to be changing its interface, and basically next Monday, you'll be able to. The beta has been out for a few weeks now, I think, and you'll be able to actually get the full thing. They'll say it needs one gigabyte of space, though, so I really hope it's not one gigabyte download. So, what are the main changes, Stefano? Um, basically, the layout is different, and I think it's organized better completely. And um, I think this is... I think they'd release it in a few months, like, after Lekame or June, not this early to be honest although I do think that like loads of people were expecting to um for um, this to come out okay um so anything to add to the story or is it just really that simple yeah it's really that simple to be honest okay so this next story I found myself and I really enjoyed finding this one and it's got some fantastic figures so it's essentially on Kotaku.com, which is one of the subsidiaries of Gizmodo, and it has online gaming in pictures. So what they've got is they've got big facts and statistics. Stefano, tell us tell us what they are and how what you think of each statistic. Because okay. um, I'm just going to start off with the first one, which is um, I find I, quite interesting, and it's actually that. The online gaming market is worth more than $15 billion. That is a lot of money, to be honest, isn't it? And um, uh, in the, the US, um, uh, people um, spending time on on the games courses for um, uh, 2009 is, is, uh, for, um, uh, for Xbox is 7.3 hours a week. PC six point six hours a week, which which I do not believe, and the PS three is five point eight hours a week. So you've actually decided that you're going to skip a lot of the statistics above that, and some of the actually more interesting ones are not about how long they're on the consoles, but actually about 
how much time they spend on the um the online networks because then again this is online gaming and pictures so the main thing that i wanted to comment is the difference between the um the accounts on xbox live which currently has 20 million players and they have spent 17 billion hours on xbox live so far there's um which basically accounts for Two hours played for every person on the planet. Yep, every person that's alive, whatever so age, every whatever person country. in the the planet. So, oh, well, yeah, yeah, everyone. There's no over just, two at a time because it's about six point nine. Yeah, thanks for your facts. But as they've said, that's more than two hours played for every person on the planet. Interestingly, there are forty million registered PlayStation accounts, which is double um the Xbox Live. Users, but then again, a lot of people probably won't be using the accounts regularly, so it's more of a we have an account but don't use it situation. This one I found very, very interesting, and it's that the demographic that the um, the people fit into is about gender. So, fifty eight percent are male only, which I find amazing, yeah. and forty two percent are female. So. Obviously, this is all based on people having to tell the truth, but that's a very close... That's a pretty 60-40 split there, which is a lot better than I thought. I thought it was about 95% fe- uh, male and 5% yeah. female. So, another piece of interesting news is that the income, the average income for a a game player is from $35,000, $75,000. That, now, that same... It may seem quite wide. That's essentially from £15,000 to £50,000. So it shows that the richest ever rich probably aren't playing computer games at the moment and probably won't be doing that anytime soon. Um, What else have we got here that's interesting? We've got our most popular online games for Xbox. It's Halo 3. And then Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. For PC, it's World of Warcraft, followed by RuneScape and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So, World of Warcraft, yeah, that's not surprising for me. And the MMO subscriptions, the massive multiplayer online subscription by genre. So, you have fantasy RPGs with 94.2%. Yeah, that's massive. And then um, you have sci-fi superhero with 3.7, social puzzle or other, 1.9 and combat or simulation or FPS for 0.2. What does this actually mean? Like, um, uh, how many games the or? Oh uh, no, it's just by um how many subscribers they've got of that. So the top five browser game sites are Poker.com, Real Arcade, Big Fish Games, GameTap, and Disney. See, Disney was there. Yeah, surprised. <laughs> at- but- Oh, they're browsing. Yeah, makes sense. I'm surprised. What's, what's what that word? That mini clip. Mean? So you know, like mini clips. Oh. style sites. These are the bigger ones. Essentially, I didn't even know Real still had an arcade. An arcade. Oh. I, to be honest, I didn't even know they were still around. I didn't know that Disney did even have um, games. Yeah, because I I I enforced they like some of the those those fake games, like fake online games. Okay. <laughs> But, oh, here's the most interesting bit for me, actually. It is the top five most pirated games of 2009. In at number one, from every single category, is Call of Duty 2. 
No, Call of Duty Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. With 4.1 million downloads for the PC, which are illegal. Yeah. Almost a million for the Xbox, and obviously it's not available for the Wii. The Sims 3 comes in second on the PC with 3.2 million downloads. Then Prototype, then Need for Speed Shift, and Street Fighter 4. To to, uh, to be honest, I, I, I am not surprised about Call of Duty Mod, 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 Warfare 2, but I am sort of surprised of a prototype because I found it as a really bad game for me and I don't know why people would download it. Prototype and Street Fighter are also in the top three for the Xbox downloads. For the Wii, funnily enough, I don't know even how you get legal games on a Wii, but um, it's funny how PS3 is not here, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's because it's so secure that... There's yeah. probably some ways to get around it, I'm not going to reveal any here because, Le- uh, to be honest, I Lennox. don't know. <laughs> funny uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so for the Wii the most pirated one is Super Mario Brothers with 1.15 million downloads and other popular pirated ones include Wii Sports Resort Mario Power Tennis The House of the Dead Overkill which sounds quite good and Punch Out so oh yeah I've heard of that game but I still haven't had see it I'm not surprised that clear. Sims is pirated so much yeah, because same. Not because it's popular, but because of the stupid DRM that certain companies like to put into their games, which causes people to pirate them, in the same way that Spore caused a lot of pirating as well. So on to our next piece of news, tell us all about it, Stefano. Well, um, these are the first pictures of Project Natal. Project Natal. Or um, Or Natal. However you want to pronounce it. So, what is Project Natal for those of us that don't know? Um... For those who don't know and okay. do not have an idea... Do you want me to explain it? Because it sounds, by the way, you're, you're kind of ignoring it. You don't know what it is. Um, I do know what it is. It's, it's just hard to explain. Yeah. It's wee with your body, basically. Not that kind of wee, <laughs> you dirty people. It's um, it's the Nintendo Wii controller using your body. So, PS3 is doing its PlayStation Move, which is a ball on top of a stick, which you fling around... And the idea behind Project Natal is that you um, use your body as a motion controller. So, on an Italian website, which has a name Multiplayer.it, they've actually got what they quote um, to be... Um, well, they... Sorry, <laughs> I got carried away reading this. So, they, they had photos on here. I've just read it, and it says, Update Microsoft Italy has asked us to remove images that had been received. We performed as it is right. Microsoft, in any case, does not confirm or deny the authenticity of the photos. So, basically... There were in- there were photos, and the camera includes USB connection for Xbox 360 and seems to have some bearing sensor integrated or balanced. Natal's connected to 360 and debugging software on Windows 7, and M.I.T. is unable to verify the reliability of the source. Yeah. It's, to, it's translated for, on Google, so it, it's not probably going to have the most reliable translation from us, really, is it? Yeah, um, uh, and um, can I just say, to be honest with you... Um, Me? Yeah, um, this isn't really, like... I think what basically Microsoft are using is, is, um, is heat um, sens- heat sensors. I, I have no idea how it's working. Because um uh, I know on uh, the met- on uh, the metro this this man basically um uh, he can make 
games by by removing his his whole body. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, it would make sense. Yeah. So quickly moving on to our last story, which is about brain training and the fact that it doesn't boost your IQ. So there was this whole show on this week on BBC One, was it? Yeah, and um, I watched it, I think it was Friday, I can't remember. Yeah, so, um, as you've noticed, this podcast was not released on Friday. Due to slight technical difficulties in actually getting this recorded, we've actually had to re-record the whole podcast, but it's out here now. And so, basically, new research from the BBC suggests that brain training computer games do not make you smarter. All they do is make you better at the game. So they're very misleading in the way you start off by maybe taking 50, maybe taking 50 seconds to do an exercise. And you get down 20 seconds and you're thinking, wow, I'm getting smarter. Truth is, you're not really getting smarter, according to the BBC, but rather you're just improving your game ability at that one game. Um, uh, also, what... I also heard that um, basically this also does improve your reaction time. So is that the only thing that's actually benefiting? Yes. You, apart from making you better at the game. To be fair, I think um, pe- people believing that they were um, more intelligent by uh, playing these games, but Im- yeah, this- um, would have kept their spirits up. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Increase your confidence, which could give you positive side effects when um when doing when when <laughs> conducting brain exercises after but i i don't know how to explain this but i for me personally i don't i don't really play this kind of games there's a while i had something on my iphone what was it called it was something some app that was available on facebook oh yeah um who has the biggest brain was it who has the biggest brain yeah, yeah. i need to re-download that but anyway it was fun i got better at the game and I think I generally felt smarter, but I know with Sudoku, it greatly improves my performance in um, other life skills, because I can play Sudoku one day, and after a while, I'll become so good at it, that it generally does improve my day. It's not like I'm going to be sitting in math classes and doing extremely well, because I'm not even doing math classes, obviously, but it's it seems that Sudoku, at least, does do something to me. Uh, maybe it's, it's just thoughts like this article <laughs> yeah it might just be um sort of yeah it might just be me thinking that it gets better so now we're just going to move on to our next segment finally entitled what are we playing <music> this week stefano has been playing heavy rain and he's now finished it essentially Tell us all about it, Stefano. Well, um, uh, we have actually finished. To be fair, yeah, I did play this one as well. And um, I found the end really surprising. And um, this, um, David Cage, who who um, wrote the um, the thing for um, the Rain. yeah. Um, I think he wrote it really intelligently. Uh, Which I know is is not a word. Intelligently is a word. Really? Yes, it is. Intelligently, it doesn't sound like it. And, um, uh, I think that's... Yeah, I just checked it is a word, just saying I I wanted to be sure there. Yeah, um, and basically, um, um, I do like this game, except the glitches just 
let it down and this is really heavily glitched. Some people are in fact calling it heavy glitch on forums. Oh, um, so what are, what are the yeah the the glitches I've noticed are sound glitches which are terrible. You'll be playing the sound will just cut off. Yeah, for a while for sometimes two, three, four, five, six, seven seconds at a time. What um, I think I think the biggest glitch that I have n- noticed is that basically trophies don't work and um and this and those people who are really addicted to the trophies. Um, can be really. I'm not gonna be rude, and and I'm. I'll just say I angry, and um. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for the glitches, I think I'd probably rate this game higher than I'm gonna rate it now. I've got to say something. Another downside to this game was how short it was. We finished it in maybe. Twelve out? No, it was two days. It was one day, and the next day we were yeah. finished. Because last time we recorded the podcast, we were halfway through it, and we'd had it for a couple of hours. It, I say a couple of hours is maybe a day that we've had it. So it's a ten to fifteen hour game, but it's very short. And replayability: if you go back and play it straight away again, you know what's going to happen. Even though they say there's so much choice, the ending is always going to revolve around the same core thing happening. So it's not going to be a completely different ending. It's not like um, in one ending someone's going to die and in the other ending, um, I don't know, you're going to be going to a birthday party. I don't know. That does actually happen. I'm going to have to rain on the on your parade there. No, but I'm saying it's not like the difference between them is that they essentially will show you the same cutscenes no matter what ending you come up with. Or a very no. slight, yes, a very slightly modified one. Um, I know there's about 18 different, um... Endings. Yeah. But the endings... Well, but okay, let me give you an example of an I'm ending. I'm saying endings because um, each, like, game ending has about four endings Little to scenes it. to yeah. it. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So let's say there's five different endings, yeah? And that, let's just make up some random endings about any game. So in one ending, you're going to go to someone's funeral. Another one, you'll be going to someone's birthday party. In the other one you'll be going to the shop to buy a new TV. Let's just do three. Those would be very drastic different decisions. None would lead to the other. But what happens in this game is, you make your choices. They say, oh, it's going to affect the whole game. It does not. It you, sort of does. If your character dies, you just won't play that bit again. That's what happens. That's, that is the only thing. That really annoyed me. The way they touted it as, it's an interactive movie. Yes, it is an interactive movie. But there's not that much interaction. I really do have to disagree with with you because um, go on. Um, because I am playing through it again, and and I. And it looks like the most boring game ever, second time round or hundredth time round now. But gone. And I have really been enjoying the different endings, and um. See, but that's because you're one of those people that likes collecting trophies. No. I'm doing this for the trophies and uh, the multiple endings. That's what I'm saying. And You're one of the people that doesn't David, like to play something once. And also David Cage. Um, uh, he he wrote all of these endings. So um, I think he should get a bit of respect from, from uh, writing 18 different endings. Okay, that's very nice. But I still think... Stuff like audio glitches are unbearable. Then there was some kind of update which actually didn't make it any better. So, 
I am not pleased. But for the most part, I say I'm not pleased, but for the most part, I am very pleased. Can I just say, um, the thing that, um, really surprised me is that there are DLCs for um, uh, this game. I still haven't downloaded any. DLCs? Yeah. On the PS3, are they available? Yeah. Actually, is this a PS3 exclusive? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I think this, this could be a, how am I going to put this? This game could have been just slightly better, it just annoys me slightly. I think I'd give this out of 10, a 9, because of how many glitches there are, and, um, as I said on, on, on last week's, um, show... Like um the um the little like unrealistic things which destroy the whole game. Mm-hmm. What's your verdict? Well, for the most part, I've got to say it was a really good game, but these tiny little glitches just when they happen—they're not frequent, but they are very annoying when it happens. It's just one of those little things that are like, ah, oh, it's so close to being a fantastic game. Anyway, that's all we have time for for now. So let's move on. As always, after that dramatic music, you know it's time for our Team Fortress 2 tips. Told to you by Stefano, so what have you got to talk about today? Well, first, I've actually got two things to um, uh, talk, talk about. One, why is that music so uh, dramatic? And number two, it's capture point one way. Actually, the music's not very dramatic. This is just what I listen to when I walk into a room. Really? It just makes me really confident. <laughs> okay, then. So, tell us all about it. Okay, so I heard that this one here is all about capture points and one way. So, I've got no idea what you mean by this. Tell us what you mean. Okay, capture point one way. Um, basically, one team, the blue, are basically trying to uh, get these capture points. So, so that um, they can basically win the game. And uh, the red team are basically trying to um, uh, defend. And uh, the only way that the red team can uh, defend is by, um, is by a time limit. So, I'm just going to go quickly as, as I'm, I need to run out of time. No, so you don't need the, to speed up too much. Go on. Okay, so for the blue team... I'd I I'd recommend I'd recommend the soldier, spy, pyro, heavy medic, or sniper. Okay. And, and if you're the red team, engineer as um uh, he's got a great um century, pyro, yep. heavy, mm-hmm. soldier, medic, and also s- sniper. So um that snaky sniper as well. And what? So, what else do you want to talk about now? Well, um, oh yeah, I've got to give my capture point level, um, fun, fun level team play and other comments. Go on. Okay, so I played this on the junction, where um, there are three capture point ways. Okay. 
and um, and um, you have to collect them either capture point A or capture point B. Mm-hmm. But then, but but then, um, you have to cap bottom. You have to capture both of them to uh, then go to capture point C. So uh, my fun level is seven out of ten. Team play level eight out of ten, and um, it is good fun. Although I do not like it when like the time runs out. Ooh, very I like formal. it nearly there and it's really frustrating. Yeah, but that's how games work. So yeah, and um, and sometimes I think that um, I think this is more of a server problem. But I don't like when like. The time. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, uh, I mean, when, like, um, a team has a major advantage over another... Yeah, another uh, team. Uh, yeah. And, and that's for any um, game mode and any game. Yeah, that, uh, that makes sense. All, yeah. That's just common knowledge. Yeah, but um, I think I think there's, there should be more servers which balance, balance it out. Or then people will just okay. go away from it. So... Yeah, that, that, that's a really for You finished me. the whole segment? Yes. Do you have any recommendations on when you're winning and when you're losing? Yeah, no, because um, capture point one way is only about um, one way. So basically, you can either offend or defend. And Okay, so that, yeah, that makes complete yeah. sense, actually, now. So, um, um, I think we should move on to our iPhone OS game of the week now. Yeah, here we go. So Stefano's got a really good iPhone game, which I've also played, but he's mainly going to talk you through it. And it's one of my favourites, Hornet Smash. So, go on, tell us what it's about. Okay, basically, you are this spider. and um, Yeah, no, don't get scared yet. Yeah. And basically, you have to um, cre- create webs... To 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 uh, like eat these little green fly things, and also kill hornets. And um. And this game, basically, the first time you enter, I uh, like the first time you enter the app. Basically, mm-hmm. um, it, it will basically um go to uh, like. To like this random level, and uh, like the only way you can exit it is by dying, which I don't really like. Okay, I'd never yeah. noticed that. I usually just go straight to the menu. Really? Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but okay. And basically, I think this is like um, like I don't think the producers of this one wanted to say it was a light version, so but basically they just did a different name. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. kind of a light version, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, um, this, I find it quite fun, but I'm a bit arachnophobic, and mm-hmm. basically arachnophobic for anyone who doesn't know, is basically me sure being everyone knows. scared of spiders. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I, but... I quite enjoy it for that reason, it just kind of scares me a tiny bit, then I'm like, oh no! Yeah, sorry, that wasn't very. But useful, then I think it? this game made me a bit more scared of hornets in uh, general. 
Okay, so out of ten, what would you rate it? Eight out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to say I agree with that. Eight out of ten seems reasonable, so it gets a download from us, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's free, so go download it in the iTunes App Store now. Thank you so much for listening to the Gaming UK podcast. You can subscribe to us at feeds.feedburner.com slash gaminguKpodcast. You can find our blog where you can comment on the episodes at gaminguKpodcast.blogger.com. That's gaminguKpodcast.blogger.com. Please do email us, give us suggestions, um, comment on what we've said. If you disagree or you agree, send us in. If you find pieces of news which you'd like us to cover um, or have anything that you'd like to promote, um, email us at gamingukpodcast at gmail.com. That's gamingukpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Gaming UK Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.